and welcome to season two, episode 17 of the Big at the Back podcast. Um, and as you can see, if you're watching this right now, um, and you will be able to hear this shortly, it's a slightly different setup this week. Tom is away on a honeymoon, uh, actually ended up leaving earlier than expected to make sure that he could get there on Monday. Uh, so we didn't have time to record between uh, the end of the last game week and him leaving for his honeymoon. Uh, so Tom, I assume you will listen to this at some point on your honeymoon because you've got nothing better to do. Um, but I hope you're having a nice time. Um, and I would say it would be good to see you when you get back, but that would be an absolute lie. Um, so it's just me riding solo this week uh, in a little bit of just an update. Obviously, there's no point in me just talking myself about all the fixtures uh, and going through all that. It would just be a waste of everyone's time and it would be the most boring thing you could do um, heading into the next game week which actually starts tomorrow morning as I'm recording this. So I'm just going to go through a bit of an update uh, with my team, with Tom's team, with the league uh, and what's up, what's to come as well um, because this is the last weekend of fixtures before the World Cup starts next weekend um, which is crazy to say it is so close now. Uh, I'm actually starting to get a little bit excited about it but that's more to come on that next week. So I'm just going to start with my team for this week. So, not going to lie, this isn't going to come across brilliantly if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, because I am currently going through FPL on my screen here. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, that is definitely where you're going to get the best experience, but I will be talking through it. So, any podcast listeners, you should be able to keep up. So, my team for game week 15, uh, another disappointing show for me, more red arrows. Uh, finished the week on 48 points. Could have been better, could have been worse, I think, considering how things did go. Um, Pope in goal with just those three points Newcastle once again throwing away a clean sheet a back four in the end with uh, automatic subs of Mitchell with two points Trippier uh, banking that clean sheet after coming off so he and picking up three bonus points with 12 once again proving he's an absolute goldmine in FPL this season uh, Davis, who actually came on as my first sub for Mitrovic, picking up one point, and everyone's villain from last game week, Jao uh, Cancelo with minus two, giving away the penalty, picking up a red card, uh, and just all-round disappointment for last week from him. Uh, the midfield four, again, a tale of more disappointment for myself. Uh, only one man picking up any slack there, and that was Miguel Almiron picking up eight points. The man is on fire at the moment. You love to see it. And then the other three in my midfield picking up one, two and three points apiece were Foden, Rashford and Martinelli. Foden, having started every Premier League game before I transferred him into my team, continues his streak of not starting a single game since I brought him in. And then a front two for me last week of Haaland and Kane. Uh, Haaland was captained, obviously came on fairly late on in that game um, to pick up... Uh, a goal or the second time of asking after his first one was disallowed for a side, just about rightly so. And Harry Kane also chipping in with eight points, a goal for him as well. Um, the disappointment for me being, as you can see, if you're watching this now, the points on the bench. Uh, Ward keeping a clean sheet would have been an improvement over Pope. And then Andreas Pereira as well sitting on the bench with six points after scoring that penalty that Cancelo conceded uh, against Fulham on Saturday afternoon. So, 
Um, how did Tom's team get on for the week? It was a slightly better story for Tom, um, having been bang average for the week with 53 points, um, but still red arrows for Tom as well. Um, similar story to me with Pope in goal, Mitchell in there, Trippier and Cancelo. Uh, so four of the same defensive players there. Um, Tilo Kera picking up one point for him. And uh, Johnny with a big fat zero having come off the bench um, and blocking Bailey coming on, who was his second sub. Uh, midfield three for him with Bernardo with one point, Martinelli with three, and then Mo Salah picking up the points against Spurs with uh, two goals, picking up 15 points. And then the same front two as myself, so Haaland and Kane and Haaland captain for him as well. Uh, and if you thought my bench was bad, Tom goes one step better with Ward, Bailey and Pereira. So all of those getting returns. Uh, Unai Emery hitting the ground, running with that Villa side as they put Man United to the sword. So what does that mean for the big at the back league? So if I do a quick update, it's been a while since we've looked at the table uh, and we can see that uh, Jimmy Verrier sits top of the league as things stand after a very impressive week of 76 points uh, and into the top 10k overall. Uh, Josh Bell in second and Frank Sales rounding out that top three. Uh, Tom currently sitting in sixth. I am currently sitting in 14th. And our joint team, uh, not bottom anymore, but not far off, currently on 21 points. Uh, in 20, what, first place, sorry. Uh, and it was a poor week for us as well with the joint team. Um, 48, the same as my team, um, really being put to the sword by having those two Liverpool defensive assets in there still which needs to be resolved as soon as possible um, disappointment for us having Wilson and again points on the bench with Andreas Pereira and Luca Paqueta so my team for the upcoming week um, we'll just have a quick look at that as well I have made two transfers so I've taken a four point here I feel like I'm sort of chasing points at the moment so I'm taking hits left right and centre um, so I've gone with Ward over Poping goal this week. Um, Leicester's defence has got a lot better recently, so I feel as though and the only team that scored against them in their last five league games has been Man City, and that was thanks to a wonder goal from Kevin De Bruyne. So I've gone with them, and you know, as a West Ham fan, it only makes sense that I play players that are playing against West Ham with the form that we're in at the moment. A back three of Tyrek Mitchell, Kieran Trippier and Jack Cancelo, who's back after serving his suspension in midweek in the Carabao Cup. Uh, midfield five of Gabriel Martinelli, Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, who won't start again, I'm sure, Miguel Almiron and Mo Salah. And then a front two of Erling Haaland and Dominic Solanke. Uh, really my thinking here and the two transfers I've made are Salah is in for Andreas Pereira, and Dominic Solanke is in for Harry Kane. May sound a little bit crazy. I mean, Salah's got a very good record against Southampton. Um, I think he scored an eight out of his nine games or something against something like that against Southampton. So he's obviously got a very good record. He's not going to the World Cup. My worry for this week, and, I, and whether we see this play out or not over the next couple of days, is that players going to the World Cup may just take their foot off the pedal a little bit. They're going to be worried about injuries because one injury now, that can be your tournament over. So that's why I've taken Kane out um, and why I've brought Mo Salah in. I think he is the better option out of the two going into this weekend. Um, my pinch currently sits with Nick Pope, 
Davis and Veltman on the bench. Mitrovic has now been red flagged, so he is missing um, Fulham's visit of Manchester United to the cottage, um, which is a big disappointment because I feel like he uh, could have been picking up some points there against the Man United defence that has been um, not at its best. And again, with loads of players going to the World Cup, we'll see how they line up there. Um, as for Tom's team, I can't check it at the moment. Um, because he is out in the bush, so he hasn't out in the not the bush, sorry, out in the uh, Masai Mara. So with his lack of Wi-Fi, he did send me a bus team that he set earlier in the week, um, which was a warding goal, a back three of Trippier, Cancelo, and Luke Shaw, a midfield five of Leon Bailey, Andreas Pereira, Gabriel Martinelli, Mo Salah, and Bernardo Silva, and then a front two of Haaland and Kane. Um, so he, that may change by the time that. Uh, the game week actually starts tomorrow morning. So, one last thing I want to mention. Obviously, as everyone knows, and as I mentioned, we are now just nine days away from the beginning of the World Cup. The World Cup fantasy football has gone live, so I will be setting up uh, a big at the back league uh, for anyone that wants to come and join us. I'll get that tweeted out as well. Um, so as many as it'd be great to have as many people as we can get joining that league. It'd be a good laugh. Um, obviously, a slightly different setup with the way things work for the World Cup. Um, it is still a hundred million dollars, I think it actually is, um, for a fifteen-man squad. So that much is the same, but obviously with um, games playing on different days and transfers working different ways, it's a slightly different feel um, to fantasy football, which I think is a very welcome change. Uh, it allows you to bring players in after after games, so each day you can move players in and out. It's a very nice, refreshing way to do things, and more in line with the sort of American fantasy sports, which I do play quite a bit of as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works, how we both get on. I can't get do any worse than I'm doing in FPL this season, so maybe it's a nice change of pace. Uh, I'm looking forward to the break from FPL. Um, I was just going to go over a couple of the fixtures for this weekend um, that particularly take my eye. Obviously, Liverpool South, uh, the early kickoff being Man City and Brentford. That is going to look like a very interesting game. Um, Haaland, hopefully, back in starting. He's obviously one that's not going to the World Cup. Uh, Brentford have the worst away record in the league as well, having not won a single away game yet. So that could be a potential drubbing. Uh, and if Haaland does start, you'd be looking at him to be adding to his goal tally for the season. If he, he could hit the, the 20 goal mark before the World Cup, he's currently on 18 league goals. Um, so that is something to look out for. Bournemouth Everton rematch from the Carabao Cup earlier this week, where Bournemouth pasted Everton 4 1. Um, after Everton's recent resurgence in the league, it was a bit of a disappointment for them, but hopefully for their sake, um, they can turn things around. Uh, and obviously, for me, hopefully, Dom Solanke bags a hat trick after the amount. I've said that he is absolutely rubbish on this podcast so far this season. Uh, Liverpool, like I say, hosts Southampton. Um, first game in ch- uh, in charge for the former Luton boss, Neil Jones, um, as he travels to Anfield in his first game, which is uh, a daunting task at the best of times. Liverpool, obviously, we know, have been in the greatest of form. A good win last weekend for them over Spurs, so that um, will be an interesting one to watch to see how they set up uh, in the first game under a new manager. Uh, obviously, a lot of people will be hoping that Mo Salah bags another couple of goals um, as he's starting to find a bit of form again. Forest Palace, not worth mentioning. Matt one really, is it? Um, Spurs leads, another interesting game. Um, Kulisevsky looks like he's going to come back into the starting eleven. A lot of people will be happy to see him after the, um, the 
great FPL asset he was last season. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, um, obviously in the absence of Son with his fractured cheek, um, although he is going to the World Cup, so we'll see. Uh, but I doubt, I, I highly doubt we'll see him in action uh, tomorrow. West Ham Leicester, the less said about that, the better. I don't want to touch that game. I'm fed up of talking about West Ham at the moment. Um, probably the most interesting game of the weekend for me is Newcastle-Chelsea at half five on Saturday. Um, me and Tom have obviously both spoken so much about how impressed we've been by Newcastle this season. Um, this feels like a real litmus test for them. Chelsea haven't been the greatest in the last couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, lost to Arsenal. Um, it was they sort of started to find their feet under Potter and now it seems like they've regressed a little bit. If Newcastle can win this game, this is them well and truly staking their claim for top four and Champions League football next season. Arsenal go to Wolves um, Saturday night at quarter to eight. Uh, a nice trip to Molyneux. They look to go into the winter break. I say the winter break, the World Cup break. Um, top of the league. If they do win this game, they will obviously finish... Um, this part of the season top and the last and they will be top at Christmas but the last five times Arsenal have been top of the league at Christmas they've failed to win the league so that's a little one to watch out for there and then Sunday the last two games um, before we head into the World Cup Brighton host Villa and Fulham host Manchester United uh, a couple of interesting games there obviously Villa got off to a flying start with uh, under Unai Emery last week um, but in Manchester United 4-1 uh, and obviously Manu will be looking to bounce back uh, this Sunday as they travel down to London to Craven Cottage um, to take on a Fulham team that sort of did, that impressed against Man City obviously playing against 10 men for most of the game did them a lot of favours um, but if they can play as well as they did in that game uh, they'll be looking to come away with something from that game Man United don't look the best at the moment um, but obviously they have still got a wealth of talent in that side so that's all for me this week. It was like I say, it was just a quick update to get something out there for you guys. Um, Tom won't be back obviously after next week. He gets back. Um, he flies home Sunday week, the day of the the opening World Cup game, and he lands Monday morning, just in time to head to the pub to watch England v Iran on that Monday lunchtime. So Tom, I will see you soon. I hope you enjoy the rest of your honeymoon. Um, and that's all from me, guys. Uh, take care. Good luck for this game week, and I will see you all soon.